Yeah. So do, oh, do plug you, whatever do you, you have need. To plug. Uh, my, um, uh, my the phone numbers. Your phone numbers to my dad and my mom. Um, yes, in a moment. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but right now, let's not announce. We're on the show right now. Oh. And if oh, we good. give out their phone oh, numbers, my. they're going to get a lot of phone calls. Right. We don't want that. <laughs> oh my so let's God. Not Definitely that. can't have that happen. <laughs> you said that like Maria. Um. So it's Friday. It's Friday, and guess where I'm at? Syracuse? Yeah, I'm at the Syracuse Funny Bone, October 9th through 12th. It's Friday night. It's going to be huge shows tonight, mommies. You should definitely come out. Yeah. And then October 16th through 19th, the Des Moines Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa. That's how you say it. And then October 25th through 27th, the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego, California. I might come with you. Really? With a dog? That'd be What fun. are you offering? What am I offering? Yeah. Uh, like 30 buffalo wings, all of different flavors, but you have to eat every one of them at all right. midnight. Why don't we do an eating contest for the show? <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I want to try it with? Yeah. Those those donut holes. You know the, oh, I love those, yeah. They're like, um, you know what I'm talking about? The little donut balls? Little donut balls. Yeah. yeah. I want to see if I can eat 100. Little chocolate donuts. 100? I, I mean, whatever. Let's pick I, a, okay, pick a lower number. What's a high number that's not... I mean, a high number is 62. I like it. I like that it's a random number too. That's a real target. I would say <laughs> don't. I'm, I'm eyeballing you up and down right now, and I say the amount of donut holes that you can get <laughs> is 61, and I think 62 would be the hard one where you're like, I don't know, <laughs> just one more little ball. I don't it's think you so could. Funny. Let us know if you want to see the donut hole contest. I would love it, but between you and who? Uh, well, no, it's just like can he do it? So can he do oh, it? Oh, it's thing. just you versus your own psyche. Yes, you versus your own <laughs> fatness. Uh. Now, is Tony supposed to have a buffer thing on that mic, or? Is it's supposed to be naked like that. Um, Does it matter? It probably would sound better like that. I mean, I'm glad you... Yeah. For the buffer? Yeah, but you I mean, need some spit cover on that. You think is so? that what this is? Yeah, that's yeah. well, a wind guard. Yeah, but that's up to you. I mean, I just noticed that he doesn't have Should it. I grab it off this one? Sure. And I'll turn your mic off, and then you try to make that happen. Would you mind? Do you know how? For sure. Maybe we should just use this one. Is that possible, or is that weird? Yeah, no, it's possible, but... Um, uh, hold on. Blue band wall. You gotta take I'm going to mute Let's you for a second. For a second. Oh, okay. Should we pause? No. Okay. Just keep telling. Um, you got to pull that thing out of there. Like push. Push it. There you go, buddy. Oh, so. Oh. I, I muted you. You're not You're not here. Because when you put it on, it'll That's make noise. Wrestle. Yeah. So. Look at him covering that big black dick. Oh, Tony, put the cover on the dick. Oh, that's good. Why don't I do other stuff while you guys are doing that? Wait, did we say we're... Oh, we didn't say we're going to be. We're where you're going to be, yes. That's a good point. It All is. right. Uh, Tony, where are you going to be? On uh, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, I'm in the Irvine Improv with the powerful Joe Rogan. Whoa. And powerful. then next weekend, I'm doing... this. Not 100% confirmed, but I'm in about 95% for something called the Dark Comedy Tour in Toronto, Canada with Gilbert Gottfried and Brody Stevens mm. and a couple other amazing comedians. A great city, That's man. Awesome. Some evil minds like mine, uh, all letting it rip in Canada. 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, I do believe. But uh, check that out. Google Dark Comedy Tour Toronto, Ontario. Um, You're going to love... Oh, you've been to Toronto, haven't you? Yeah, so it's Best so time. much fun. And other than that, Kill Tony, uh, my podcast, every Monday night live at the Comedy Store at 8 o'clock. It's a free show. 
get to see uh, 10 to 15 rising young stand-up comedians and me and two guests uh, trying to punch up their material, talk with them, talk about starting comedy, and uh, we just really get to the root of what is stand-up and how do you start, and it's really interesting, and it's taking off. Like, tonight I'm in the L.A. Podfest, and my guests are Mark Marin and Doug Benson. Whoa. Yeah. So that is taking off for real. Yeah, Massive. it's happening. It's very awesome, exciting, man. man. Very, Very good. Well, one day we're going to get our asses to the I comedy know. store on a Monday. Well, you know, I've been trying to get I you know. guys. I we can't text, wait. We text every week and it's like, no, but, we're traveling. No, I'm sorry. And I love it, though. I, I'll, oh. I'll, let's just keep just I hope I don't ever annoy you too never. much by asking no. Tony, every week. Never. never. Right. Love you. Right. Um, no, not at all. Congratulations on that. Thank That's you. Huge. Um, huge you guys are going to kill on it. I, I'm excited huge to do it. Jeans. We uh, Let's see. I will be uh. November... Uh, is it first and second? Is that a Friday and Saturday? Yep. Yes. I will be at Flappers in Burbank. I'm running my hour the week before I shoot it. So nice. if you're here in the general Los Angeles area, you don't want to go to fucking Irvine to see Rogan and Tony. <laughs> Come see me do an hour in a small venue. I'm not even doing the big room. I'm doing the tiny room there. So it should be fun. Uh, I got tickets up on my site. And um, the tiny room is called the Yoohoo Room. Is case. that what it's called? Okay. Yeah, and actually, to see Tom Segura in the Yoohoo Room is probably very special and unprecedented. Uh, if you're a huge fan of my husband, which I hope you are, that is the room to see him in because you can practically reach out and touch his balls. Yeah, you can. And he likes that, so yeah. go ahead and grab him and pull super hard when you the, see Tom. The room is as intimate as this background music right now. <laughs> super intimate, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So come see me there, and then uh, I'll have the links up for. Um, where you can get tickets to the special November 9th in Minneapolis. So you guys know what to do. And then after that, the next week, I'm going to Winnipeg to freeze my little nuts off mm. in Winnipeg, Canada. Um, so that's that. You know where to see us. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> you know what I'm saying? Um... Tony, it's so good to have you back here. Yeah, I'm back. It feels good. This long is awaited. Long awaited. Demanded by the fans. Yeah. You're you have one of the most popular episodes of all time. Uh-huh. Um, you know how the show works, so we're gonna open the show. Are you ready to start the show? Uh-huh. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm. This is go. Frankie McDowell, my own TV station, live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Major storm is heading for South Dakota on Friday, October the fourth, two thousand and thirteen. It's gonna bring up to 30-plus millimeters of rain. The rain will fall sideways. The winds are going to be very strong in South Dakota. It's going to be a high winds and heavy rain in South Dakota. It's going to bring colder temperatures as well. <laughs> we got <some> <laughs> this is big time. Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Yeah. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura, Tom Segura, and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. <laughs> you like that? Are you drumming it, Tony? You got style. Ooh. You got flavor. I like that intro <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Feeling uh, girl? With Tom Segura <laughs> and Christina Pazinski. Mm. They have a girl say that. I, I love guess. that. I get that. Uh, I see why that would work. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 
So no shit. Your episode is extremely popular. I um, really let the beans spill on that one. It's a good episode. Um, I really said a lot, you know. Um, I remember, you know, I talked about, you know, my parents. Yeah. Side business when I was growing up. Side business. I don't know. I'm still like trying to like make it. No, that wasn't their main thing. You FBI <laughs> listeners out there. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, it, what's fun is that you know they heard it. Did your dad talk to you what? about it? Yes, he heard it too. What? Yes. See, I thought it was just mom. Oh no. I think dad. I don't think dad listened to the whole thing. There's no way he could. I'm sure he was like just like scanning. There's no way he Here's could dad. listen to the whole thing. Here's Tony's dad. You can fucking try me, fatso. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I remember what my yeah, mom he couldn't said. tolerate the whole conversation for sure. There's no way. I mean, he just has he has the sense of humor of uh, I don't know what of a, of a hair clip. Let's okay. say. Uh, I don't know. It's the first thing I saw. Sure. Um, Which but, are very funny, by the way. Hair right, clips. Actually, yeah. My, the hair clip might have a better sense of humor than my father. Um, but, uh, you know, when my mom heard it for the first time, she goes, she, I, get a, I get a phone call from her, and I just hear laughter on the other end, and, I'm pick, <laughs> and I pick up. She's dying of laughter. And really? And she goes... What was it? You better lock your doors, kiddo. Was oh, the first thing I go. Shit. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? She goes. You said a lot. Oh, I go. Do you really shit. think I need to lock my doors? She goes. No, but I mean, wow. You know. But w- <laughs> there was a moment when she's laughing and she goes, "You better lock your doors, kiddo." Which I'm like, oh, no. oh my god. Wait, do I hope to God she's kidding. You know. There's that moment sure, that where it's like, moment where you're like four seconds between me getting an answer to the question. Are you being serious? But that four seconds felt like an eternity. Where I'm like, wait a second. Maybe just maybe there's people out there that are still protecting all that stuff, and like maybe sure. you can't talk about it. Maybe I fucked up. But uh, um, that always exists with that world. Right. With, with any actual, you know, right. criminal. Right. Illicit empire. Yeah, that world. If you say something, it's all. It's always how long after it happened did you say it? Yeah, exactly. Always. And luckily, you know, the only reason I can talk about it, obviously, is because they're definitely both out. You know, like yeah. completely out. Like I said, then you know, in the in the late mid mid to late nineties, they really eliminated uh, the Youngstown Mafia. Yeah, I and mean, it's like written about everywhere. You can easily look it up on Wikipedia or whatever. But, um, you know, it was a huge empire there, and they really trimmed it down. They got rid of it, and everybody had to find a, a different, <clears throat> excuse me, a different way to make money. Now your wow. pop just does a restaurant. Right, yeah, a restaurant. Joe's. Yeah. Joey's? Joey's. Joey's. Yeah. But no apostrophe S, right? Just Joey's? You know what's interesting? It's so funny you ask that. It actually has some kind of accent mark after the E, so it's actually, it looks like it just says Joe Restaurant. Okay. okay. But with the accent, it makes it Joey. Because that makes the E stress. That's how Italian he that is. That is even crazier. That's amazing. Right. That detail? Right. Joe. You asked, you asked yeah, about yeah. the apostrophe. I'm like, well, here's one for you. He's <laughs> got an over the letter apostrophe that accentuates the E. Jesus Christ. You fucking Jew motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you've been warned yeah that's from you've been warned Mickey yeah. when you asked me if you could come out here what did I tell you I mean you asked me and I knew you were going to come out no matter what I said but what did I tell you do you remember what I told you back, Wait, back, 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 back a minute here one minute I asked you 
When the fuck did I ever ask you if I could come out here? Get this through your head, you you. Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. <laughs> That's what happens when you order appetizers at Joey's. <laughs> and, you, and you complain about it not being warm. Right? Get this through your head. Does your father actually work at the restaurant? He works his ass off, man. Oh, wow. It's incredible. I mean, this guy just, he loves it. I it's mean, he just business. can't get enough. Oh, it's Restaurant so business tough. is And that's the key component hard. for restaurants, I think, is you have to love it. Yeah. If you yeah. don't love the restaurant business yeah. and you're in it, you're fucked. Right. It's yeah. over. I mean, he doesn't admit that he loves it. You know, we're like, oh, it's, uh, you know, it's not going so Well, it's also tough because he has a great killer Italian restaurant in the middle of Youngstown, which is like this notoriously dilapidated city. Uh-huh. A new report just came out. It's the seventh. Every year it's always on the list, but this year it's it's actually gotten better. It dropped all the way to the seventh worst city to live in <laughs> in the country. Norm- <laughs> normally it's in the top five, so something must have happened. They must have built a new hospital. Or- That's something you can hang your hat on if you're from Youngstown. You yeah. Know? You're like, guys, we're not uh, even in the top five worst places anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And what, what do you think is the worst? Do you remember what number one is? It's got to be Detroit. Right. Or Flint. Right. Got to be. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely up there in Michigan. There's sure. No doubt about it. Sure. Flint, Detroit just got um, a $300 million loan from the government mm-hmm. just to get basic shit up. 40% of the light posts don't work. Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, the average response time from 911 is 58 minutes. Oh, my life. So it's that city's like, so handicapped, they should call it Larry Flint, Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> you go. It's just a fucking gift he's got. Yeah. Just, a little, just a little taste of why I'm in the Writer's Guild. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how much fucking fun. We didn't even go back to this. We got to talk about this clip. But mm. something is up mm-hmm. in Columbus where we... Did that show there? I mean, that turnout was amazing. It was man. unbelievable, mm-hmm. man. Real eye-opening experience, right? Mm-hmm. I, I felt like people were, you know, because it, it was really one of my first times doing a Death Squad show with uh, my podcast up and running, mm-hmm. and it, I was—I almost felt like I was on a prank show. All the people coming up to me, being like, "Hey, man, kill Tony, the Iron Patriot, the this and that, the mm-hmm. the girls at the end. How did you think of that? How did you, they're asking these questions?" And I'm the biggest fan. I'm just like I'm sure you guys are of this. Like I'm sure you could talk about your podcast with people easily because sure. it's what you love. Of course. And so when they were bringing that up to me, I, I just felt like I could stay there for days straight just talking about yeah. and answering their questions. It was mm-hmm. so exciting and yeah. such an eye-opening experience. The Death Squad Nation is powerful. Oh my it's very powerful, but I think there's particularly something up in Ohio mm-hmm. that in that particular area there in Columbus, I mean, yeah. they come out hard. Yeah. Well, there, yeah. and also look out for it when you go to Canada. Oh, oh Canada, Toronto, we've, we've yeah. been. Big yeah, Toronto was silly. Toronto's out of control. Yes. It's so yes. funny. I wonder why like certain pockets it's, just have embraced this. I think I'm starting to try to notice it. There, it, there seems to be pockets of areas where podcast listening is just sky high and other places where it's a little bit lower. I think it has something to do with temperature, people like communicating, because <laughs> Phoenix... I mean, there, there's not a, a lot there. Texas, I noticed when I headlined in Corpus Christi, there was almost nobody. 
And Phoenix was low numbers or big numbers? Um, well, it was it was medium numbers, yeah. but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like um, you know you get to a colder area. Meanwhile, it seems to sort of stop if you go too far to the East Coast, but a little bit off the mm-hmm. coast, like PA, Ohio, Indiana, Chicago, Indiana, you know, for sure, yeah. around the center of the country and everywhere above it. Um, and even in Australia and England, I mean, I, I look at the uh, the logistics mm-hmm. on my inter- on my website sometimes, and I'm like, how are 30 percent of the hits coming from Australia? It's bananas, right? Right, and wait until you start getting emails from these random. I'm living Latvia, and I'm a huge right, fan. Right. I live I got in one, Russia. I got one from like, South Korea. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, like yeah. what? unbelievable it's awesome yeah but ohio uh, you know the other thing is though about like um columbus let's say in toronto i think a big part of it is nurturing that market from like when we all do that in other Mm -hmm. words we've all been to columbus a few times Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so we're feeding that market that like gave us love we're like oh we're gonna keep going back there like Mm -hmm. we're already planning on columbus in like march right and we're gonna do the podcast there right but like you have to like keep going to these places and we got to get everybody to do it. And that's how that market grows and stays awesome. Totally. They've done it in Toronto. We've done it in Columbus. You know, there's certain places where like, it just makes sense. You should go. Brian, Joe obviously goes. Ari, Diaz, like get everybody to go. And then it's like, oh, this is a place where people are here and they're responding because we keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah, Yeah. It really is amazing. Yeah. Thank God. People love it. Uh, what did you um, think of uh, Frankie's weather warning? Going to intensify. That's interesting. Then it's going to turn into a major storm in South Dakota. It's going to bring a lot of rain, a lot of wind. Because of the warm and humid <laughs> air, it's going to meet with the cold it's air. It's like Come- he's buffering for information yes. at times. <laughs> like down- he's trying to download the next part of what he's going to say. He's been doing these for years. Yeah, He lives he- in South Dakota and he gives the weather. No, report. he lives in Nova Scotia, I think. Oh. I'm pretty yeah, sure. That accent is Nova Scotia. This is Frankie McDowell, my own TV station, live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Powerful storm is heading for Vancouver, British Columbia on Saturday, September 28th, <laughs> 2013. It's going to be a period of real heavy rain. And a strong winds along the coast of British Columbia. It's going to hit Vancouver, British Columbia. (laughs) I really feel like if this guy was doing the weather on television, I'd be more into it. I would watch every weather. Every update. Actually, I would take him over Michael J. Fox's new sitcom. Shaky Jeans. Yeah, Yeah. the Shaky Show. Put this guy on. Yeah, that... that, uh, that That whole thing's creeping me out. The well, new really? been a, How do you feel about that? This is a that? hot topic for the show. <laughs> really? This every day. Oh, it has been please. a big topic. Because I, I haven't gotten to talk about it to anyone on what anything yet. Great. Co- What's your feeling? Let me tell you something. <laughs> First of all, they're running these previews of it. Oh, my God. They can't even get the guy. They can't even <laughs> edit it down to make him look normal for like three seconds at a time. <laughs> so, and these are in the previews, which are like teasers uh-huh. for like 22 seconds. And he's just looking around. Just he cannot not move for one second. NBC, I mean, hey, if you're going to hire me for anything, NBC, then I'm sorry what I'm about to say. But you guys are dropping the ball on this one. I mean, it's like unbelievable that they're but, buying this guy out, putting him out there. I mean, very rarely am I a guy that says, hey, it seems like they're really milking someone you know for all their work the michael j fox show they're pretending like he's healthy they can't make him look normal for six seconds in a row and the billboards are up everywhere the other day i was walking on the street there was an earthquake and i'm looking at the michael j fox (laughs) billboard it looked like it was alive you know what i'm saying (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, so oh, it's, it's terrible, and it's, it reminds us of the time. Remember when uh, Gary Coleman was huge on different strokes? I'm sorry, yeah. D-I-F-F. I don't know if he was ever huge. But. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on that show, Gary Coleman, and then they needed another little black guy, and who did they find? Emmanuel Lewis, oh. who played Webster. So this is the same, we're, we're dreading right. it. The, what if Shaky Jean's show does take off? Now we got to watch every fucking guy with some weird illness. Right. Has a fucking TV show. Let me ask you something because yeah. that's your initial response to it. Let yeah. me throw this at you. Are you trying to say, though, that when you uh-huh. sit home and you want to watch a funny show, uh-huh. oh you <laughs> don't want to see somebody with a, a severe. Uh, illness or yes. some some debilitating <laughs> disease. I know this answer is going to surprise you, but <laughs> you are correct. I don't want to watch somebody that's blatantly. I mean, all the medicine in the world that I know he can afford is not making it look normal <laughs> at all. And maybe they're putting out weird things for the previews to make people watch. Like, I want to see if he can sit still for a second. <laughs> but, I mean, because that's sort of like smart marketing to make them look weird in the previews and then whatever. And you think with today's technology, like they can make Avatar a three-hour right. long movie, but they can't make Michael J. Fox sit still for 20 <laughs> seconds. You know, I mean, he just looks terrible on these things. It's insane. Terrible. It's Especially uh, when you think about who he was in the 80s. I grew up adoring him as a child, loving him. It's right. very hard for me as a fan to be like, oh my God, like, he park and, like please, please, right. go away. Just just go quietly into the... A brand new vault tonight for the second year in a row. This is going to be oh, yeah. a wonderful event. Usually, they put the ball on display after New Year's, but this is the first they're going to leave it, leave it up forever, forever, not forever, for a long time. Oh, wow. Usually, you put in a vault. That's Dick Clark. Wow. <laughs> that we have to see post stroke. Right. Counting down. Uh, put this thing, <laughs> put the good thing on it, and the ball will drop. And you're like, what in the fuck are you right. doing? Because yeah. we can't live without his fucking talent of counting down from 10 to 1. <laughs> He's the only person in show business that knows how to do this. This narcissistic piece of shit right. can't get out of the fucking spotlight. Right. Let Ryan Seacrest take the reins, okay? Yeah. <laughs> This um, oh, that is so funny. Dick he's Clark. the worst. Yeah, is he still alive? No, oh, no, he's God. gone. Right? No, but they still let him do the show. They, yeah. uh, they I just, can't believe they, they let put him the do corpse that. in the chair and they just. What what uh, whatever channel does that? I mean, they really drop the ball on that one. You know what I'm saying? Here we yeah. go. Here's Dick you know Clark <laughs> with a countdown. <laughs> Count. He goes 12, 12 10, 10, 10, 10, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, He can't even count. Definitely didn't have a stroke of genius. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I always say no I'm saying after a blatant joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, that was. I didn't even know that he fucked it up like that. Yeah. Did you know that that happened when it happened? No, I didn't. No, know that. no. Because no. you know why? Nobody gives a shit about right. Dick Clark. Right. Yeah. 
How long do you think this Michael you know what I'm Fox thing is going to be on the air? Uh, How long are they going to do this? Oh, there's going to be like the nostalgia watch where everyone's like, ah, and then yeah. then there's like the you know the group that goes like, this is good. This is good. It's good for all of us to have somebody like this starring in a show. It's empowering. But actually, the problem isn't going to be him and Parkinson's. The problem's going to be that the show is a shit show. Right. It's really that's why it's not going to be a. If the show was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like really, actually, a good show, mm-hmm. you would be like, I can handle this because this show is really if funny. It was really ri- it's just not going to be amazing. a good show. I just think they should have like, if they're going to make a comedy with him, they should have just like given it a better name than the Michael. Like they should have called it like Parkinson's and Recreation or something. There, like that. You, there go. you go. See, there I think they should have called it Joey's Italian Restaurant and have him <laughs> doing uh, Parmesan on everybody's oh, that'd pasta. Be great. <laughs> That's what he could do. <laughs> cheese, cheese, cheese. You want cheese? cheese. Everybody loves cheese. And they're cheese. like, I'm good. And he's like, I think you need a little more. Oh, I, I just keep going until it runs out of the canister. <laughs> see, he just breads chicken like see, a this shake is, and bake. Bag. This is so much funnier than every episode of that show. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> shake and bake. That's so funny. Oh, shit. Hey, Michael, I need you to put some more shake and bake on the chicken. I need a thin chicken. <laughs> for a banquet we're doing. All right, uh, all right, Joey. All right, Joey. <laughs> shaking it with the back. <laughs> Here's a clip from uh, the Michael J. Fox show. Look at that asshole. I don't even want to let my nuts out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny show. Yeah, it's a very funny show. Uh, well, uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Shaky jeans. Uh, but this is this is better than Michael J. Fox. Especially in greater vehicle area because of the intense low-pressure system is going to be in... West of British Columbia. <laughs> wow. This guy has a thousand of these, man. Aww. He does. He just... That's what YouTube is for. Yeah. He, um... This is, this I didn't is realize Nova it. Scotia and Down Syndrome have the same accent. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty interesting. He's been doing these, I feel like, for Nova years. hundred plus videos of this shit. The weather in South Dakota... <laughs> It's gonna Here's a rain. Wisconsin one. Hey, this is, this is Frankie McDowell, my own TV station live in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Wisconsin's getting the severe thunderstorms on Tuesday, July 9th, 2013. I can Aww. watch that guy all day. That's I love amazing. Him. Yeah, give this guy a, a spot on television. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Who watches the At least he's, anyway? he's, he's uh, giving us important information. And he's passionate. He loves weather. He can't Just takes him a while for him to register all the weather information. <laughs> Appleton, Wisconsin. Now is he reading it? Is that why? I don't know. Is he? He's, you can't he's tell. Remembering off the top of his he, head. It seems like he could be kind of a savant and just mm-hmm. has all the info. <laughs> right. I feel like he memorizes it and then he goes and he's like, "It's all there," and he just kind of spits <laughs> yeah. it out. I don't think he's reading. Okay. I think I'm not sure. It's a real skill. Yeah, it is a skill. It's definitely a skill. Um, definitely. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% 
cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting into something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Another hot topic uh-huh. recently has been the Will and Jada Pinkett Smith family. Oh, my life. Get your life. Well, I don't know what your thing is with it, but can I tell you my thing Please. that I sure. noticed a yes. few weeks ago? Yes. And I blew people's minds with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the daughter's name again? Willow. Willow. Okay. Willow looks exactly like her dad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's scary. This, yep. this poor girl <laughs> looks exactly like Will Smith. And there's yeah. nothing she can do to hide it because uh. it just looks like Will Smith in a wig or Will Smith in earrings. Yeah. Right. I've never seen any daughter look more like her... Uh, I think you're right. It's like a replica, a tiny little... Oh, uh, you want to have a good laugh. Just Google image Willow Smith and <laughs> zoom in and look at that face because... It's Will Smith. Oh, yeah. it's definitely yeah. Will Smith. And yeah. they named her Willow, so even her <gasps> name... Is oh, like so close to Will. My God, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Now, Tony, you just blew my mind. There because you go. We didn't think they could get any more narcissistic, mm-hmm. and then Willow is the yeah. F- wow. Yeah. Yep. It's in the name. Wow. I mean, is that the fucking shittiest thing you could? Uh, wow. Yeah. What a piece of shit. I can't even handle it. Oh, so you guys are anti them too? They're I just. Think everybody <laughs> is. Yeah. It's I just. Know. They're just. It's it just every time you something comes up it's just more and more outrageous right we didn't even know until one of our listeners sent us uh her she has a band you know i always knew that obviously will smith was a musician did you, did you know that tony that jada had a band no you don't you're not a wicked wisdom guy a what wicked wisdom no what is does that, that sound like a shitty name for a band in like <laughs> uh, that's, that's the name of the band that's her band wait that's will smith's wife right yeah yes. the former actress Jada Pinkett. Yes. Correct. Is now Jada Pinkett Smith. Right. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, you don't, She's not... in a band? Like, what makes people think Thank that you. they can just go and do a different thing? Thank like, you. Well, if you have skills. 
Oh, you're kidding. No. This isn't real. Here we go. Side of man. Wow. Really gives me anxiety. Like, yeah. I think I just uh, have diarrhea. <laughs> oh my gosh! And she was on Letterman with that. See, that's the other thing that drives me crazy. <laughs> what do you mean? You yeah. don't think that people can use their fame from one thing <laughs> and then you. go start another art form and just be like, "Hey, I'm performing on yes. Letterman, my band." It's like, wait, aren't you an actress? Wasn't that your thing? It's like, no, they can just yeah, use their. You fame don't earn for anything. the spot, right? No, it's ter- now. That's, I, they could have put Pony Kinchcliffe on doing stand up, right? But no. Right. And made a dream come true. Instead, they're were wicked. I mean, that that's like a joke. When well, did that happen? I can't believe this isn't... I can't believe I didn't know about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, wicked wisdom. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Now, uh, hold on. One thing. So when you, what you just said about like, how is it that they can start a fucking thing yeah. and then they take up spots for... So we put out a call because we mentioned Bruce Willis having a band. Mm-hmm. Did, you know, did you know that? No. Yeah, so Bruce Willis decided that he was like a blues singer, and he had the harmonica band, and he even did like commercials in the 80s for Seagram's Wine Coolers with him and his shit band. (laughs) And I put out a call to anybody. I go, if there's anybody listening that is a legit Bruce Willis fan. Well, we played like some of his his big, one of his big hits. I mean, he plays the harmonica. The thing is, when you're Bruce Willis... It just oozes out of you. Right. you. You can't really help yourself. But as we played this music, we put out the... Here we go. Oh, let's give us a sample of it. Give you a taste, Tony. Well, you know what? Oh. There's a... There's, there's a little... Uh, auto-tune shit kind of going okay. on there. I yeah, feel I was like. going to say, I'm actually sort of surprised. That it's decent. It's decent, right? Here we go. That's somebody else singing off camera at the same time. Right here, this guy's also singing. I can't. Wow. Can we stop playing it? It's sure. hurting my soul. I think Tony's a fan, though. You know, I mean, after seeing uh, Wicked Willow... Wait, what was the name of it again? It's called Wicked Wisdom. Wicked, okay, wicked. Get, it, get it right. Yeah. After seeing Wicked Wisdom, I'm pretty sure I could listen to a, a semi-truck running over school children, <laughs> and it'll sound great. Well, I put out the call. Uh, if anybody out there likes this nonsense, Bruce Willis, uh, a guy named Joe Whiteson, he wrote... I just want to throw my hat into the ring. (laughs) This is my favorite. Return of Bruno is the shit and is legit one of my all-time favorite albums. I still have a cassette copy in my possession and listen to it all the time on my boombox at work. I even wrote an article for Vice about what an overlooked classic it is, and he puts the link to this Vice article about how Bruce Willis was like a fantastic 
uh, singer. I love it. I love so, this guy's response. So what, do what's I. his name? Joe. Uh, Joe Somar. Okay. Like you know that Joe Somar was just waiting his whole life for someone to be like, does somebody like Bruce Willis? Yeah. <laughs> so that he could put his <laughs> his hand up. So he loves it so much. He wrote an article about it. About it in Vice. Yeah. Um, also, I feel as though I should uh, clarify. I I labeled. Jada's band as a metal band and Norman from Canada wrote in very upset today. Yes. Uh, Norman said, you know, how dare you call calling this metal is like calling Green Day punk. And when he said that, it, it, stuck it to you. resonated. And I yeah. go, you know what, bro? You're right. I should not do this to the metal heads. So in Wikipedia, Wicked Wisdom is listed as a new metal band. N-U, new word, metal, or agro N-U metal. N-U metal? Yeah. That's N- like a Joey type of thing right there. <laughs> Trying to twist letters around. Yeah, neo metal or new metal is a subgenre of heavy metal music. It is a fusion genre which combines sounds, influences, and characteristics of heavy metal, blah, 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 and its subgenre such as groove metal, thrash metal, alternative metal. It, hmm. It's a fucking bunch of shit basically together called new metal. So there you go. Sorry, right, Norman. Go. I know your pain, brother. I didn't want to shit on that genre. Well, one thing we haven't done is talked about Jared Leto singing. Oh, what is this? Oh, no. Jared Leto. People shouldn't be allowed to cover songs. He's really hiding himself on yeah. this. The hat, the sunglasses. That could just be Lady Gaga. Could be Gaga. Oh, please. Well, another actor shares his talent with us. I just singing. can't stop creating. Right. Yeah, that's the part that kills me, right? Yeah. You know, it's just like <laughs> when I'm not doing everything else, I just got to like let it out. I got to just like vent. I got to let it out. Right. I'm so creative. Ugh. Oh, God. Bruce Willis, you know, here's the thing that I'll say. I'll give Bruce Willis some credit over Jada Pinkett and Jared Leto. Is mm-hmm. that what you say? Leto, I think. Something. Mm. But I'll give Bruce Willis this. At least, you know... He's not going on Letterman. He's, it seems like he's playing on a stage, and at least it's like blues and fun. Like he's trying to sing his heart out. Right. Yeah. Jada Pinkett's blatantly trying to rip off some new doubt type of, or no doubt type of like cross with metal. Like she's trying to rip something off. Absolutely. And he's blatantly just a douchebag, Jared Leto or whatever. Mm. And at, at least I'll give Bruce Willis this. I could tell just from seeing the videos from here that you were just playing that at least Bruce Willis is having fun. It seems like it. Yeah. And it, where the other two, it seems like they're just trying to be musicians. Right, right. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes much sense. No, I noticed that. When when you watch that Jada video, it's as though she's an actress playing the part exactly. of a metal singer. Exactly. I'm sorry, a new metal singer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? And, like, and you. Because she's so phony. It's very right. contrived. Oh, yeah. You're like, why are you, why, how much more tension do you need Jada right well the thing is my theory on her singing this is um, husband oh you're an actor and a superstar musician I do music too oh I didn't think of that that's yeah, my theory yeah. an equalizer absolutely mm. oh, we're all mo- like artists in multiple genres I right. do that too right you're going on tour right so am I yeah mm-hmm. no one not as many people be at my show maybe fucking four Right. A writer, producer, director. I'm doing Letterman, fucking singing next to Poet. Week. Wow. I, I'm a slam poet, too, in addition to stand-up. <laughs> As always, I've always told Will, you can do whatever you want. 
as long as you can look at yourself in the mirror and be okay. Oh, my God. That was the response to you guys have an open marriage. In she seems pretty calm about it, mirror. right? Like, it's working out That's well. about open marriage? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, she seems furious. As in, maybe this morning they had a fucking conversation about it. Right. As long as you can look yourself in the mirror. It's mm-hmm. okay. the mirror. The uh, M-I-R-A. It seems like, uh, it seems like uh, she's on like Wendy mirror. Williams or something on that. On that. Yeah. Wendy, see Wicked Wisdom on Wendy Williams. Now, should we give Joy a call? Can we do that? You want to? Let's yeah. do oh, it. Okay. I'll pause for one second. And we'll call her. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow. How have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over. And setting up a Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. All right, we're calling Mrs. H. Hinchclaw. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hi, honey, what's up? How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Hi, Paul. Hi, Christina. Hi, thanks for being on our show. Yeah. Oh, wow. You want me to dish the dirt? Absolutely. The feds are on their way. Just you might as well open up to us. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Joy, uh, you're my hero. For? What's that? What are they coming for? Because let's see, what time of the year is it? Would I be doing football and the numbers? <laughs> yeah, I think it's football season. I think it's football, exactly right. Heck yeah. How well can I ask you a question about the back in the day? You can ask me anything. Oh, this is the best. You are absolutely a joy. Joy. Joy is a joy. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, did you understand 
sports like well before you got into the whole you know gambling making no 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 and was, i knew the derby and i did all that okay. i knew the derby and the belmont stakes i was very aware of that i love that but football baseball basketball i learned from tony playing basketball and baseball but as far as pro ball i didn't know any of it and all that and how these things went that uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> was that was that a part of your department really the sports like like I remember especially during the horse races you were in on that and I I don't remember much about that but that was that seemed to be more other people that took care of that but you were like the queen of the numbers right well yeah for sure yeah so for sure so funny you should say that Tony because I just saw a paper that I was reading from your third grade teacher that if you didn't behave, you were not going to be able to go to the March 14th, um, what do you call that? Like when you go to the uh, festival, not the festival. Field trip. A field trip. Oh, my God. I went blank. <laughs> but anyhow, and you weren't going to be allowed to go to that. And then the next day, the note said, um, Tony, will not, due to failing grades and conduct, Tony is not permitted to go. Right. And <laughs> on the back of that paper says, because once in a while I would answer the phone, if Tony didn't answer it and say, no, Gina here, <laughs> as you well know, Tom, do you remember that? Yes, of course. Yeah. Very well. Oh, my God. No, Gina here. Well, for, for the people mm-hmm. listening to this for the first time, yeah. what would happen is when Joy was answering the, the phone and working on these bets, she worked under the name Gina. Right. So people would call to place bets, which is essentially how they're making money, mm-hmm. doing their business, <laughs> and a young Tony would be like, there's no Gina here! Right. And I, just hang up the phone. There was a long t- period of time in which I'm like, wow, there's a lot of fake, uh, fake. I mean, a lot of uh, accidental calls coming here for a Gina. And I remember telling her that, and her, she just getting so upset, like, oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, did you, uh, did you, you said you answered the note on the back of this paper? On the back of this paper from his third grade teacher, actually she has it circled. I'm, I'm looking at it. It says, he must know that a note is being sent home to you today because he is being a model student. Why can't he be like this every day? And then the next day is when I got the note that he was not allowed to go on a field trip. But the funny thing is on that note that was lying next to the phone is, Ohio, or we go by Ohio and PA. I took both, so it was O dash. That was Ohio P dash. Oh, that's so and funny. And O dash, and there's the numbers O dash, O three nine. Somebody was playing that straight wow. up. O seven eight eight for the four digits. <laughs> oh. So on this note from this from the T, that's so funny. Wow. So the I'm note get from the shot over here. <laughs> the note from the teacher that that's talking about how bad of a kid I am. My mom reads it and starts taking notes on the numbers that she's <laughs> running on the back side. Unbelievable. It. That is so exactly. funny. I Joy, I, I want to ask yep. you this. What about, okay, when you were a kid, when you were a little girl, did you know about the world of numbers? Was that something that you were familiar with? Oh, God, no. I was just naive. <laughs> what? What did you say? I was very naive. Oh, my goodness. Uh, right. I yeah. left off at 17. Um. Uh, <laughs> well, how does... No, I knew nothing about this. I knew that there was something called runners. Yeah. 
And the system was ran a whole nother way and back in the day, and I'd have to explain that to you. But now it went by the lottery number that came out. Okay. But back in the day, when I, when I heard about runners, but that's just in, you know, you knew what they did, but you didn't know, you didn't actually understand it at, at my age. Oh, my God. <laughs> so how did, it, how did you first get started doing this? Like, what is the catalyst to get you to start doing this to begin with? Well, I think as, as stated in your first podcast, I was in a horrific and a horrific um, automobile accident. Mm. Wasn't able to go back to a very, very good job that I had. And his father presented this uh, position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a new position. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh-huh. And he suggested that I might do this and I would make decent money at it, you know, and it would feed my children. I always said that's what fed my children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that point, I didn't have this this really good job that could make good money. I worked in a baking at Schwabel's oh. Bakery. So that's where you were working before the accident? Correct. Okay. Correct. And after the accident, I never returned. I was unable to. Right. Okay. So Tony's dad says, you know, you should give this a shot. And then are you scared going into this for the first time? Oh, no. No. No, no, no. Because I'm kind of like Tony, tough little cookie. Yeah. You know, but no, I wasn't afraid at all. Now, as the years went on, when I saw people getting busted on the news, yeah, and some of my friends that knew that I did this, they'd be looking for me and saying, "Hey, is Joy on the news? Did they get her today?" Wow! I did worry that the the, the, the cops might come to the door and say you're busted. Right. Um. And so what? His father would have got me out. Nice. Oh, that's true. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how did you that's meet? Very true. How did you meet yeah. Tony's dad? Um. Hmm. We met through friends. We met through friends, and uh, I met him at one point, and then I met him like a year later. And things clicked, and... Was he a charming um, guy? Together. Pardon me? Was he charming? Very charming. Very, very Italian. Uh, Italian, not Italian. <laughs> very Italian, very charming, uh-huh. with the gold necklaces, you know, around. Nice. And, and very sweet and very giving. When you he was a good when, man. He when, really was. When you saw that pinky ring, were you like, were you like, I got to make a baby with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He had the pinky ring. Oh, yeah. was now, it, is that your pants up to his? Pardon me. Sorry, Joy. So, is that your type? Like, had you dated a lot of guys like Tony's dad before? Like, did I? Yeah. No. No, absolutely not. Uh-uh. Really? He, no. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm only five foot, and his father was six foot one or two, and anybody that I did date was, you know, five eight, five nine. So he was very tall and very, very powerful. You know, I mean, he really is. You know, he, overpowering was the he, word he, I was. He, that's just what I was going to say. I don't know if you guys. I mean, it's all basically a spitting image of Tony Soprano. I mean, through and through the the wife beater, the big guy thing, the whole. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's my type too, Joy. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I didn't catch that. It's my type too. Christina's type. I love Tony Soprano. She loves Tony Soprano. I like big guys. 
I mean, she loves what? Tony Soprano. And big guys. And big guys. She likes big. Oh, God. Yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is. Un- yeah, and then sharp shoes. I love nice shoes. And how did he call oh, that? was him. Yeah, so. That, that, that was him. You know, Tony started out in second grade. He, he was, this was ingrained in him because in second grade, the teacher used to ask the kids every day, what's new for today? And I'm not sure, Tom, how old you are and if you'd remember this, but the teacher asked all the kids and it went around and, you know, they'd say, well, this is going on. The weather is this. I played these games. And Tony said, hey, what do you think about the Joey Buttafuoco case? (laughs) (laughs) In second grade. (laughs) Yeah. Second grade. I do remember that. So (laughs) I don't know how he was that aware. And what he was doing watching the news. Yeah. But that's what he said. And actually, I got a call that night. Why is he listening to that kind of <laughs> right. stuff? You right. think God he's going to get off again? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> that is hysterical. Mom and Christina, I got calls every other day. I was on a first name basis with his teacher. I mean, his principal. He shared lunch with her every day in the office. Uh, and his father didn't have any control over that because he didn't want to be out there in the open. Right. And um, interesting story. Tony could tell you many <laughs> Stay in the pocket, but Mom. Joey <laughs> and I want to share something with you. Yes. The last time um, when you asked Tony what was the, the money differential or something like that, and when you play the Ohio Lottery here in the state, here or TA, you get five hundred when you put up a dollar. When okay. you play, if with you a win, bookie, so if if you win, you 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 pay a dollar for to, to for one three digit number, mm-hmm. and if you if win, you win five hundred, right? Correct. Okay. When you're playing with me or whoever the bookie, like Ruff or Two Time Tony or whoever these people were, <laughs> wow, <laughs> Ruff. One um, one one guy's name was Ruff. Damn, oh, one, one I would be afraid of rough. that guy. Just then rough. Then we had uh, Big Eyed Pete. <laughs> big um, what? Big Itch? Big Eyed Pete. Big Eyed Pete? Big Eyed Pete. Oh, Big Eyed wow. Pete. Wow, you know oh, Pete yeah, with the big, big eyes? Pete. Oh, you mean Big Eyed Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big Eyed Pete. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't make this up. <laughs> no, no. I well, anyhow, when you played with me, you put your dollar up. Okay. And you won 600 Oh, oh. shit. What? You got 15 or 20% off, depending upon how good a customer you were to me. Wow. His father's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Jesus. Well, now, we'll, we'll know now if anything happens. Now, do you understand the, uh, the point of the money? Because Tony didn't know those uh Yes, right. of course. Now, I want to ask so you this, So that's why people would play with me instead of going to the drugstore. Do you ever have, was it a, a regular thing where you had somebody that owed you money and didn't want to pay up? Why, sure. And and then would you just call Tony's dad? Uh, no, I usually handled it. How would you handle it? <laughs> <laughs> Your laugh is incredible. It's always at the time when we most want an answer. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. You're doing a great so, job. No, you're doing a fantastic yeah. job. Yeah. I'm just curious. How does a five foot one lady right. handle that when somebody doesn't pay up? What do you do? Well, a few little threats kind of work. <laughs> is it like hey you're gonna fucking pay me asshole like that <laughs> no 
not like that. No, actually, that 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 usually wouldn't work. You want to use some cat. Okay. And so, I had a woman that played with me for uh, probably eight years and never knew. She knows. Uh, let's see. I got to be a little careful here. She knew me. But she didn't know who the men above me were, and she was very worried about them because right. there were some interconnections. I, I can't go any deeper no, than that. Right. That's fine. Okay, can, can we, so can, when I would say, hey, you know, I got to go to the men, which she'd want to pay on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. I'm like, Tuesday's the day. By the way, Tuesday is the day that they paid. Right. So and she'd want to wait till Wednesday, and I'd be like, no. So next thing I know, she she come, I'd meet, we I'd pick up the money, blah blah. She probably went to Cash Advance or whatever those places are. I didn't care where she went. Tuesday was the day. I was, it was, it was a done deal. You pay on Tuesday. Well, or wow. somebody else hears about it. So, so I was very kind uh-huh. and tactful, and I never had a muscle anybody. I'm little. Well, what do right. you say? But though? like, yeah, yeah pretend it, like it's me. Exactly. All right. All right. Hey, okay. Gina. Gina. Um, <laughs> Gina, I'll uh, yeah, I'll pay you on Wednesday. All right, I, I don't have it right now. I don't. Oh, think wait, so, Tom. wait. Can I just tell you something? That silence that you just gave for a moment would scare the hell <laughs> out of me. <laughs> that, that was terrifying. <laughs> right, exactly. Was like, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose or not. All right, I'm sorry to cut it off. Uh, all right, so how would you respond? Uh, to yeah. That? All right, I'll do it again. All right, right. Gina, um, I'll pay you Wednesday. Okay, I can't do it tomorrow. I don't think that'll work, Tom. Well, I mean, I, I just, I don't have it. I, I, I can, I can get it for you Wednesday though. Okay. You need to get it. I would interrupt. I would interrupt. Go ahead. I need to get, Your I mean, turn. all right. I mean, I'll, I'll see what I can do, I guess. <laughs> it is working. You know actually. how we roll. You know how we roll. Wow. You know, it has to be paid on Tuesday. There's no such thing as Wednesday. I suggest you find a friend that you borrow it from, you steal it from, you just need to pay me tomorrow on Tuesday. Oh my God. This is the greatest so thing I've ever heard. Your mother did this? No, not like that. That was the best. I had a feeling it was going to get that good just then, but I didn't think it was going to get that good. Joy, you are I a wish I fucking... didn't hear you in the background. I mean, oh my God. Look, the, uh, I, loved, I loved how she said... Uh, I love the line. Look, there is no such thing as Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking Sammy the Bull Gravano. Like yeah. you just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Tom's going to be sending you that check before That's, Wednesday. That, <laughs> that shit is overnight. I don't care if it's an extra hundred. You're getting it fucking Tuesday. Steal it from a friend. Get it from a friend. Yes. That's amazing. Wow. Imagine having to steal from a friend. And you uh, just advise them. <laughs> <laughs> That's Wait, Joy, I got another question for you. Oh, good. Go for okay. it. Okay. What is the best place to hide cash in a home? Great question. Well, I'm not going to tell you where I had all my stash now. <laughs> <laughs> Joy doesn't believe in banks because there's going to be a run on the bank soon. Oh, so wow. that is not happening. Now, back then, yeah. The shoebox worked. Shoebox, huh? And yeah. I, the people weren't so smart back then. Come on. Do you... The shoebox worked. I used to run around with my jacket that I made sure I bought. <laughs> oh, my God. I made sure I bought jackets that had zippers in uh-huh. the pockets. Okay. And when I went out, 
shopping or whatever, I might be carrying $10,000 around in cash Jeez. in my pockets. Wow. With the zippers up. Yeah. And, well, actually, because of that, now I learned to keep money in my shoe back then. Mm-hmm. And when I flew out to California last year, I had to k- take out two grand in hundreds out of my shoe because I figured somebody might grab my purse. This is, That's true. This is all the truth. <laughs> you can't make it up, like I said. Now, when I come next year, I'm not going to put it in my shoe. <laughs> right, because you just announced it. Right. Because I just told it like a dumbass. Right. But it might so, be in your hat or some shit next year. <laughs> right. It'll be somewhere close. Probably somewhere they won't want to look. Okay. So, right. anyhow. That's great. Um, Amazing. That's pretty much it. Tony might know, because I'm not sure if he ever had to... No, he never went went with me on a so-called meet where I met up and, you know, we switched, switched money, like, all kinds of places. What? Um, you know, they knew who I was. What do you Even mean? Even though I'm, I am the size I am, I, I still was able to um, instill that fear to be paid. I'm on back on the other page, hon. I'm sorry. I backed up. They knew me face to face. You know, if they had to point me out in the lineup, they could easily point me out because they had paid me umpteen weeks in a row. Right. But once in a while, damn it, they'd win, but yeah. not too often. So was that My, the I fe- was that the most upsetting thing uh, when somebody won? That? When somebody won, did that really upset you? And you're like, shit, I got to pay this asshole now. Well, no. Quite frankly, the people that I hope you don't play the lottery because here, do you have a lottery out there? We do. I think we have a oh. power. I don't. We, I don't play it. I don't yeah. play the lottery. Oh my goodness! Well, I fed my children, and I fed my children quite well, and clothed them out of money that uh, that was lost. Right. I mean, the odds of you putting your money up there and winning the number on the lottery that actually comes out. I, I was very shocked once I got into the biz, so-called business mm-hmm. and and found out that, gee whiz, this much comes in, this much comes in, and only this much goes out. Every now and then I'd throw out a few F-bombs, because yeah. maybe she would usually hit it two or three days in a row, as Tony said before. Yeah. Uh, she had, One woman had an uncanny uh, way of winning, and it just would happen, and she she was very streaky. Yeah, she would hit you know on a on a streak, and I'd be a little pissed off. Uh, but I, I knew that next next week she would pay me twice of the amount, maybe back. Wow, what's a what's a meetup like? I mean, do you have like a is it a kind of like a, a a destination that people know about, and only you and the person, so it's very discreet? Is that what a meetup is? Yeah, like right behind the bank, you know where the cameras were. <laughs> oh wow, interesting. So in case anything happened, yeah, very interesting. I'm very safe. They don't know what I'm doing. Wow. Somebody just pays me money. They owe me, but it's a safe, always in the light. Wow. Um, interesting. Yeah. You had to think of many, many. There were many things to think about. Now, Joy, did each individual person who played have to have a meetup with you? It seems like it could be a lot of meetups. Um, I had a few select clients. Okay. <laughs> and then when I had many more than the select ones, uh-huh. um, then they paid at a specific destination. And then the money was brought to me. Jesus, you How's were that? running the show. I know, I Unbelievable. Love it. People. You're fucking... Wait, I, I got to hear what you're saying. You're like Griselda Blanco. You're like the godmother. <laughs> yeah. 
no. So I still I still feel like I'm paying you on Tuesday. Like an unreal story. No, I feel like I owe you money Tuesday still right now. How much money do you want from Tom on Tuesday? You scared the hell out of him. Wait, can we go back to something? I want to ask you something about Tony's dad. Tony's dad. I'm fascinated by this because it, it feels like it's kind of a, a love story. You know, you're a young girl. You say you never dated a guy like this. How did he court you? Like, I know you said you're introduced by friends, but how did he win you over? Hmm, that's a good one. He was just very charismatic. Uh, he made it quite plain how he felt about me. Oh. He went after the quote-unquote prize. (laughs) (laughs) That's your vagina. (laughs) That's what Tony would say. Uh, Anyhow, um, yes, he did. He pursued me. Um, We saw each other weekly, and then... Like dinners? um, We all went... Did he take you out for dinners and get you, you know, was it like, uh, was it like watching Goodfellas? He's like, I got you seat up front for the show. Yeah. And like the, you know, that kind of shit. Uh, No, not very often. No. No. Okay. Okay. No, no. I mean, we went Christmas shopping a couple hours away. You know, we we weren't out in the, of course, you know, that we weren't out in the limelight. Right. Um, You know, it was. Christmas shopping. It, was, it, is, it is what it is, or it was what it was. Christmas shopping, I'm assuming, is done with with cash and not fucking <laughs> Visa Mastercard. Oh dear God, yes. <laughs> uh, what is what? I want to because you are and not out of my pockets either. That's right. <laughs> out of your shoe. Out of your shoe. <laughs> what is? What's the most somebody has owed you? Can I ask you that? How oh, would I have to think about that? For, well, on an, an individual? Yeah. For the week. No, um, for one week. Yeah, for the week. For one week, what one person would owe me? I'm going to say probably $1,200. Wow. Now, back there, back there, out in California, that's not much. Back here, that's quite a bit 25 years ago. Right. Well, uh, yeah. ago, I think 20 say. years ago, that would be a lot to owe somebody anywhere. And that's one week. Uh, yeah. And that's one week, one, one person. Guy. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's only one week, one person, yes. But that guy's, wow. that guy's playing a lot of, he's playing a lot, right? That's playing a lot of numbers. Well, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put one number, 1,200 on 333. I know it's coming. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I had that one coming to me. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe I, and then I had a what guy that would play with many other people. Wait, what did I miss? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're just making fun of me. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, At a dollar a play, wouldn't that, I mean, at $1,200, yes. wouldn't wow. that be 1,200 numbers? It sounds like so much at yeah. that point. It sounds it like was. somebody was. out of control. Did you try to help him and get into Gamblers Anonymous and tell him <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you tell him maybe cut back on the gambling? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm laughing too hard to hear you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm trying not to. You know, I'm trying to watch my words. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're doing great. Well, no, not what I would have said. No, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what makes it so funny is uh, that she is. Oh my god! She she's. Oh my Johnny, we're sure. <laughs> 
that's what's amazing about her yeah. is the is the flip side you know it's like it's she's so it's, unassuming right it's what makes like the joker a great bad guy is because mm-hmm. it's like hey look it's a clown yeah, oh, yeah that's what we're used to seeing play with kids and it's like oh no that's a serial killer it's like she has this killer sense of humor she's so gosh darn funny she just loves to laugh and play around yes so that's what makes it this ultimate twist is well that's the you package that in five feet tall right and she's sweet and she just right. seems like every sweet American yeah. mom. And I'm baking you apple pie. Yeah. And then she's she, like, fucking Tuesday, I'll yeah. cut your fingers she, off. She's cooking. She's <laughs> laughing. You're having fun. But there's no such thing as Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, That's my the sitcom. God. That's yeah. So funny. Oh, this is funnier than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your first podcast, Mom. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. Oh, this is funny. Tony is so Italian. Ask her this. Oh, sorry. Due to his failing grades, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because he wouldn't listen to any of these teachers. He didn't want to hear it. Yeah. But he had an Italian class. I'm just sharing this because it goes along with it. Yeah. And I think it was in his uh, maybe freshman, sophomore year, which, by the way, I worked in the high school in the office for those four years to assist with this enormous um, tuition. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, I got to know all these teachers. Well, no, I really didn't want to know them, but because he didn't want to be there, I got to see them and visit with them a couple times a week. Mm -hmm. But he had an Italian class, and they had an assignment and, of course, Tony never did assignments. He told me he never had homework. Mm-hmm. And I believed him. <laughs> I was busy being Gina. Right, right, right. <laughs> and he had to make up a project, whatever he wanted to, that was Italian. And being that we had sauce and meatballs cooking almost all the time, yeah. I had plenty of pasta in the house. And I wake up in the morning, and on my white kitchen table, there are 31-pound boxes of different kinds of pasta. And at the time, we had a Polaroid camera. And Tony took a picture of his 30 pounds of pasta, and he aced that project. <laughs> I do remember that. That is so crazy. I forgot story. about that until right That's now. That's how you got... The... Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. All I did was I went into our pantry. I took all the pasta out. came out to 30 yep. boxes of pasta. How Jesus. Italian is that? That's so Just much. to have 30 pounds. How are you pounds? not 300 pounds? I don't know. I mean, you know what? I, I, I tend to think that it helped. Like, I think that eating a lot as a kid maybe... Made you more conscious of Made it. my yeah. metabolism fast. So that yeah. later on, like, it would just roll. But, you know, that's 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 what's crazy. I, I totally forgot about that. And I had no idea. I remember thinking, what am I going to do? I would always put off everything until the last of minute. Course. I mean, tear the worst I at it. I hated doing homework. And so I go, wait a second. If I just take one Polaroid of all these boxes <laughs> right. of pasta on the right. kitchen table, this is the Italian teacher is going to love this. And, they and did. sure enough. Wow. Now, Joy, um, yes. how did, because I, I wanted, I was thinking about how did you end up getting out of this i mean like you said you know it's feeding your kids it's clothing your kids you're being you're able to take care of your family is there a moment or something that makes you say i need to just get out of this now um hmm. well tony had left for college let's see that was in 03 <laughs> not that long ago um, 03 <laughs> wow 10 years ago yeah, 10 years ago. He left for college. Let's see. I was still doing that, of course. Um, What made me get out of it? Yeah. 
Maybe I just decided that it was a close call. I had my own money. I was feeling better then and working. Yeah. Um, you know, I was able to overcome my back injuries, et cetera. Well, and uh, maybe that woman hit too many times and I said, screw this. But I also met someone that I had been single for 30 years. Yeah. And I met someone and I was moving on with my life and I didn't think that was uh, what is a, he, a good, what a is good he, part of it. What does he think of that part of your past? Does he um, amuse... His father? No, no, no. Uh, the new part, you said you met somebody new. Does he... The new guy. The new guy. Yeah, what about him? <laughs> what does he think? What does he think of what you did? Like, does, is he amused by it? Is he scared by it? Does he think it's silly? Oh, hmm. You know, I don't know what he really thought. I'll have to ask him about that. I share <laughs> really? that. Really? <laughs> Things don't bother him. He's, he's right. not like okay. hyped, hyped up and so forth. You know, he's real laid back. and Very relaxed. He's a California guy. Oh, yeah, I guy. did. I, Am I right, Tony? What would you say? I would totally agree with you. He's a very, very laid back, uh, really, really just chill guy. He's the kind of guy that would just sit on a riding lawnmower all day and drink lemonade and just be mellow. I mean, she's laughing because I I just nailed it. Yeah, I'm sure you probably did. And I think that's the thing is, you know, all my older brothers and sisters have a different dad. And that dad was a little tiny sort of weaselly guy. And I think my dad came in the picture and changed that tone completely. This big, cool guy. So I think he swooped her off her feet with that. And I think on the, and with going along with the same type of tone, I think her new guy who's mellow and sorry, that was a mistake. I think her new guy who's mellow and super California chill gives a different contrast to my dad. Oh yeah. She was over your dad. Right. Dealing with that. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, so he's very different than my dad. Joy, do you ever? Absolutely. Joy, do you miss it at all? The the work, what you did, because it seems like you know it was such a. I mean, it is exciting. Oh, I miss it. You do. No, oh, I miss it. Because mm-hmm. you're like it's, Oh, I do. I miss. I miss it. I bet because it's exciting, right? I mean, you get into that lifestyle all of a sudden. I mean, it's yeah. like it's like Breaking Bad. It's like Walter White. How it he's it made him feel alive making the meth. It, it was an exciting time. You know that there's something a little bit wrong with what you're doing, right? Yeah, but I, it was, we weren't harming anybody. And let me interject that uh, I would assume that your father is not doing that anymore. I mean, that's... Right. I'm assuming that. Right. As am I. Yeah. Right. And when you said that the other ones had all different dads, they didn't have all different dads. The four of them had one dad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I must okay. Have, I, okay. And I, then you came along 12 years after the first four. Right. Right. Well... Joy, let me ask you, though, when you were at the height of doing what you were doing and there's people calling and you're doing meetups, were you ever afraid as, you know, this single mother um, and you have your kids and you're, you know what you're doing is, you know, a little you know, <laughs> off, the, um, off the radar? Did, are you ever afraid at all? Of who? Uh, oh, there, I guess there's the answer. I mean, <laughs> of, uh, of anybody. I mean, <laughs> of what? Well, I get of, of getting caught, of you know, of it, of of it coming to an end, of of somebody maybe maybe somebody that you're dealing with um, is not um, you know a good person. Like, are you ever afraid or no? I guess not. No. Okay. 
No. Because you're the queen pen. No, because his father is very powerful. Right. So you always have that. You always have that in the back right. of your mind. Okay. I always, I always had that. I knew I'd be if I was in, I'd be out of jail in a heartbeat. And did you ever nice. have to call his dad uh, anytime, like where something no. was? No, never. No. No, that's you what. Mean the, to. That's what fear. That's what. That's that's a powerful emotion. Is <laughs> it's fear. a great motivator. Yeah, yeah, it is a great motivator. Keeps people in line. You like mm. the way your legs work. You like all that. <laughs> You like walking and standing? You like the way your legs work? Well, then listen to what Gina tells you, you stupid idiot. (laughs) You know, this was really so innocent, kind of. (laughs) It is interesting. To me, it was the norm. Yeah, we're... It was the norm, you know, until, well, it's it's basketball season now. You want to know how to do this? I'll be like, hell yeah, okay, how much I get for that? So then you started doing spreads. How many more steaks could I feed the kids? How many more meatballs can I make? It's true. You know I always saying? we lived in a very shady, shoddy neighborhood in the heart of the worst neighborhood in Youngstown. But and she had to put At me through, time. and she had to put me right, and she had to put me through private schools, both grade school and high school, mm. because Youngstown's so dangerous that I could have gotten seriously hurt had I gone to the public school. Correct. So it was interesting because I always had new Nikes, and I was always going to this these fancy schools, and uh, you know. She wasn't leaving the house. Right, right. Mm. So, like, whereas, Tony, uh, <laughs> how yeah. do you, uh, how do you pay for all these things? Uh, how about you don't fucking worry about it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Ask one more question and see if you make it to Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Little callback. Mom likes the callbacks. Mom likes the callbacks. <laughs> um, Joy. Thursday, <laughs> there is no Wednesday. <laughs> she's an ice cold killer dude this she's is the awesome. best is. uh joy you are the best thank yeah. you so so much for your time and for for letting us talk to you this was so fascinating totally well, i hope i enlightened you some <laughs> uh, so much it, it was it was interesting and it may be some nice talking to you. It was. <laughs> you know, uh, you're where I'll be tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> better call Saul. Yeah, better make some phone calls tonight. But I swear to you, I'll pay all my bills on time forever. <laughs> make sure it's a Tuesday. Okay. You got it. You got it. Thanks, Joy. Thanks, Joy. Bye. Hey, you're welcome. Bye. I love you guys. Bye. Bye, we love you. We love you. Bye bye. Bye. Have a good one. Bye bye. Oh. I cannot believe. Oh, I mean, that's unbelievable. God. She's the coolest. Oh, that's unbelievable. Ever. That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I you thought you guys got a fun. Back, so. I thought you guys got a fun exclusive the first that, time. That was amazing. That there coming from the <laughs> horse's mouth. I mean, that was unbelievable. If you listen to this show, you need to first go back to Tony's first episode. Mm-hmm. Get you the really, backstory. Get the backstory. And then you need to tell everybody that you know <laughs> yeah. to listen to this episode because his mother. The fucking numbers runner bookie just gave us the scoop of the set. That was fucking amazing. Now, you asked questions that I didn't know the answers to. That's what's awesome. Is and that she was, clearly never been asked some of these right, questions. That was right. about, she was like, huh. Yeah, well, no, nobody's asking her. Nobody knows. Family, like, right. you, don't, you don't think to ask those things. Like my right. stepfather is my old, my ex stepfather yeah. did some shady stuff too. Yeah. We just never asked. Right. Because you, you it's implied. It's right. implicit. Like you don't you, ask those questions. And that's the common theme among friends of, who I've met whose dads usually have these types of jobs, mm-hmm. you all, it's always like, I don't know. Just like, don't we ask. just We don't ask. Mm-hmm. I, I think my favorite response is, what does your current man think of like what you did? 
I don't. I've never asked him <laughs> that. Like that to me is fascinating. Yeah. That like that just doesn't really come up. Right. Is this so weird for you, Tony? Like having hearing hearing your mom talk like that. Like is this, is this stuff that you'd known kind of about her? Oh yeah, yeah. I I knew a good chunk of that. Oh, the interesting parts were the two great questions that stood out to me. And I'm glad you asked it right before I was about to ask it, which was, uh, what would it sound like if you needed to get the money off you and and you played that role? Right. Yes. That was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. And then the second question, which capped it off for me was, do you miss it? I was interested to hear her response and I had a feeling it was going to go that way. And when she said, yes, I mean, of course, how couldn't you? How much more exciting can life possibly get than sitting around with notebooks, your TV, your radio, whatever you want, your office, your bedroom, basically, is where, where it was really coming out of. Sure. And... Being a boss. I mean, that's a boss. That's what rappers rap about. That's what, you know? Yes. That's fucking Scarface. Yeah. And And it was, I I love the honesty and the the authenticity Mm -hmm. of the yes. Yes. It was, it it registered and she was like, oh, yes. I very much miss that. Crisp and no hesitation. Yes. And, you know, we're just coming off that. You guys watch Breaking Bad? Actually, no. no. Oh, wow. We're really bad about it, Oof. about popular shows. We watch yeah, them like in five I know. years. I know. Trust me. It's one of those ones that, that's both popular and unbelievable. I, I, I've heard it so much. I know I'll love yeah. it, but yeah. I, you know, we, we have not watched it. But what's interesting is that since you don't watch it, you know, in the end when they wrapped it up, um, you find out that this character who you come to love and hate and all this stuff, you know, he just loved making meth. It just made him feel alive and sure. while he was neglecting his family and this and that and certain other health issues and this and that. In the end, the big ending that everybody loved was basically him saying the whole all the seasons he was going, I did it for my family. I did it for my family. Come on, wife. I'm, it, this yeah. is for you. I'm doing this for you. And then in the end, final episode, he's like, you know what? Right to his wife. He goes, I did it for me. Yeah. I loved it. It made me feel alive. It excited me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And that is that her awesome. yes I, you know how you know your mom's voice? Yeah. I could tell that was like a triple yes. Yeah. It was like, mm. oh, yeah. yeah. The way, so crisp. Just well, yes. I think with vices, it's one mm. of the things that we often exclude from the conversation is that you, know, you always try to find like, well, what is it? What's wrong with you as, for, as to why you do this? And we don't go like, oh, well, the reason I like this bad thing is because it's fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing the drugs because yeah, the drugs are awesome. fun. Mm-hmm. I, it's fun to do drugs. It's fun to make money in a way you're not supposed to. Right. All these things that are like, you know, people are trying to find the answer. Like you, A lot of times the answer is that it's really a rush. It's of, dangerous. Of, it's dangerous and yep. fun. And you know what I didn't realize? Because when listening to you, I thought of my mother as a single, who was a single mom. Mm-hmm. And we lived in a, there was a lot of fear in my house, mm-hmm. partially because my mom's a fucking nutbag who couldn't handle anything. Mm-hmm. But also just as a single mom right. raising four kids, you're like, oh my gosh, how this poor woman. And then to have her say, like, basically, yeah, but I had essentially God watching over me. Right, right. Which takes away a lot of anxiety in life if you know totally. that Tony is gonna Tony Soprano is on right. your side. Right. Well that clearly it's the best. gave her mm-hmm. the pass to do what she did. Yes. Definitely. Was like she said, fear like that fear like the the response to that question is fascinating to me because really what it showed was that point, which was that there's nothing to fear. 
because I have this one phone call I can make. Well, right. not only that, not only is she impervious to someone fucking with her because yeah. her husband, I'm sorry, your dad's going to uh-huh. beat the guy up or whatever. Sorry, right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. No, yeah. Do whatever he it was does. all in the 90s anyway. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, but from the law. Really? Right. Because, She's like, I'll be out of jail in a second. Right. right, right. Which is like, who doesn't want that? That sounds like a dream. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember meeting police officers specifically that, you know, treated me with the utmost respect. I remember one time being uh, maybe 12 and going to this wrestling event, like the WWF came to Youngstown and... um all I wanted to do was go see that, you know, Mm -hmm. it was my favorite thing and it was coming to Youngstown and I know we didn't have much money or whatever, but this and that, I guess we sort of did. Like, I don't really know what was what anymore. It's really interesting. But, um, I remember that my dad told me to go to the Beagley center and ask one, any cop there for this one guy, you know, we'll say, you know, uh, big, Big Tone Barisi or whatever, because it, because it's a very yeah. Italian name. So I remember asking, like, hey, is Tony Barisi here? And they're like, yeah, I'll find them. And then Tony Barisi, next thing you know, I'm shaking a 12-year-old sitting on Rowdy Roddy Piper's lap. <laughs> getting, really? Getting thrown from the big Samoan into the arms of Sergeant Slaughter. Like, what are you doing, kid? And really? I mean, I was there. I was in the mix for the first time ever. And just I remember just crying happy tears and being so happy. This 12-year-old that was just excited to go sit if it was in the nosebleed sections. Sure. Had great seats, was backstage with my heroes that were so in town. <laughs> Joey's kid. Let him right. fucking sit on your lap. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Did you thank Tony after all that he did for you that night? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thank Tony. I thanked yeah, him. That's amazing. Yeah, dude, this was amazing. Wow. Thank you for yeah, for coming thanks. back, yeah. and thanks for facilitating that. I mean, that was amazing. That was fun was. for me to hear too. So cool. I, I had no idea at some of those fun things. Oh. Dude, Joy's welcome back anytime. Oh, yeah. She wants to call in. Yeah. Please. That's fun. Her. She's the best. Next, so crazy. next time we'll uh, next time we'll call my dad. We'll check in with him <gasps> real quick. Just, Should we just say hello for Can't like thirty wait. seconds, just so that at the I'll just check and go, "Hey, how are you?" And then in the end, <laughs> I'll go, "I love you," and, you'll, and he won't say it back. <laughs> go, All right, that's what I. That's really what I want. I'm really looking all right. To you want to uh, do it right now? You want to knock it out in thirty seconds? Or are you over time? Oh, uh, save it for next time. Let's save it for next. You time. You got it. Yeah, I think it's too that's good. A whole Part thing. three. Yeah, yeah. Right. We, we can't just give that two. <laughs> seconds. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, we'll leave you with some uh, blowfly. Um, and uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Tony Hinchcliffe. Thank yeah. Joy. Thanks, everybody. And um, we'll be back soon. Thanks again. Thank you. Go to your mom's house podcast. Follow Tony Hinchcliffe on Twitter. Tony Hinchcliffe. H plus Hinchcliffe plus E. Tony H I N C H C L I F F E. At Christina P. At Tom Segura. Bye guys. Thanks. Child, I've been digging you. And you sure are one fine girl. But that's something I wanna do to you. More than anything else in this world. Girl, let me come in your mouth. See it run down all over your face. Gotta do bitch And before you finish And the feeling diminish I'm gonna do the same to you
get down to the real nitty gritty. <laughs> Treat you like a buttercup. And when I'm finished, you'll be all fucked up. <laughs> Just let me come in your mouth. See it run down all over your face. Girl, let me come in your mouth. <laughs> Just let me come in. 